Welcome back to Six Minute Sex Ed, the podcast that helps people talk about sex and relationships. My name's Kim Cavill. I'm a sex education teacher, and I'm so glad you're listening. I make this podcast for busy people to listen to together. Listen together and then talk about it. For more information about me, check out my website, teaandintimacy.com. This week's episode is level one, which makes it perfect for people of any age because we're going to talk about consent. What is consent anyway? Well, consent means giving permission by saying or showing yes. And not consenting means not giving permission by saying or showing no. Saying or showing maybe doesn't mean yes. It means let's talk about this more or not right now or even, you know, let me think about that first. A really good example of how consent works is when my own children or young children I work with want tickles. I never tickle anyone without their consent because I'm only the boss of my own body, not anyone else's. So I have to ask for permission before I touch other people. When my kids want tickles, they ask for them and then I can say yes, no, or maybe. And if I'm tickling my kids and they're all done, they can say stop. And I stop immediately because I no longer have the permission to tickle them. What does consent look like? Some people don't or can't communicate with their words, and it's really important to remember that we all use our own bodies to communicate things to other people, even if we also use our words. It's a really good idea to practice our own body communication and reading other people's body communication. In fact, let's practice right now. So as you're listening to this, make a grossed out face and body. Pretend someone's offering you the most disgusting food that you can think of. Show another person your grossed out face and your grossed out body and see if they can guess what feeling you're trying to show. Someone showing a grossed out face is definitely not consenting. Now, instead of making a grossed out face, make your face and body look really loving, like you're offering someone you really care about a hug. Those body signals can show consent. And if you're ever confused about someone's body signals, the very best thing to do is to ask them what they mean. Consent can also look like picture communication symbols that some people use instead of words or sign language. What does consent sound like? When I teach elementary age children about consent, I ask them to tell me what words we use to say yes to things. They list words like yes, okay, good, great, yes please, sure, all fine, and yes. I also ask them what words we use to say no to things. They list words like no, no way, Nope, not now, never, that's not cool, nah, and stop. 
When I ask them what words we use to say maybe, they tell me, I'm not sure, and I don't know, not now, maybe another time, and uh... Think about what words you use to say yes, no, and maybe to people, because those are the words you're already using to give or not give your consent. When do you need to ask for consent? You are the boss of your body, and that means you get to make the rules about who touches it. People should ask you before they touch you, even the people in your own family. Depending on how old you are, the grown-ups around you may boss you into doing things that you don't want to do, and that is only okay if those things are to keep you healthy or to keep you safe. If you're a kid, a grown-up might boss you into getting the flu shot, even if you say no, because the flu shot will keep you from getting sick. And that's okay. You have every right to be angry if and when this happens to you. The good news is that when you're a grown-up, other grown-ups won't be able to boss you into flu shots because you're old enough to be responsible for yourself. But if a grown-up tries to boss you into giving them a kiss or taking pictures of you with your clothes off, neither of those things would keep you safe or healthy, so it's not okay for grown-ups to boss kids into doing them. You're the boss of your body, and you can expect other people to follow your rules. And being the boss of your body means that you also have to respect that everyone else is the boss of their body too, so you can't use your body to hurt yourself or other people. Just like people should ask for your consent before they touch you, you need to ask other people for consent before you touch them. So what should you do when someone or something makes you feel unsafe? If someone breaks your body rules, gives you a gross uh uh-oh feeling in your body, makes you feel uncomfortable, or makes you feel unsafe, that is not your fault. The truth is that grown-ups and big kids know the rules, and if they break them, they're the ones who are responsible, not you. When someone makes you feel that way, it's really important to tell a grown-up you trust who can help you. You're not being a tattletale or a snitch if you do that. You're being a warrior for yourself, and that is so brave. Teachers, social workers, doctors, and nurses can be great people to tell if no one in your own family feels safe. And if the first grown-up you tell doesn't believe you, keep telling grown-ups until one of them does what they're supposed to do and helps. That brings us to conversation starters. Name five people in your life that you can talk to if someone breaks your body rules or makes you feel unsafe. Thanks so much for listening. Make sure to rate and review the podcast wherever you listen. Follow the podcast on Instagram at MinuteEd. And don't forget to send your questions and comments to 6 at gmail.com. See you next time.